Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to the With Love Podcast. I'm your host, Flora DeMoss, and I am so, so, so excited that you guys have tuned in today. And I just have to say thank you for all of the love and all of the support. Again, it's been nothing short of overwhelming and so joyful, and I'm so appreciative of it. And I love you all so much. Um, Okay, so without further ado, you guys, I'm so excited to introduce one girl who I have had the absolute pleasure and blessing of getting to call friend, Gabby Ravner. Gabby, say hi. hi. <laughs> Y'all, Gabby is amazing. Um, so Gabby, like I said, I'm a junior in college. Gabby is a sophomore, um, and we're both in the same sorority. We're both tri-delts, and Gabby is so amazing. I met her last year, and she has just been, um, kind of like I said earlier, such a blessing in my life, and I've been so lucky and blessed to have her and call her friend um and she has helped me grow so much in my faith life just like by being who she is and sharing who she is with me and with the rest of the world um and so she's such a gift and I'm so grateful to have her on so um okay Gabby first off uh tell us a funny but humbling moment in your life oh goodness okay let's think um okay my senior year um I played softball I was a little outfielder so fun and we were it was like a super heated game like getting to the end of the game very close and a foul ball got hit like kind of to me and so I like you know, like, tried to, <laughs> tried to, like, go and run and catch the foul ball and didn't realize the fence was, like, as close as it was. And the fence was, like, not super high. It was kind of – it was, like, a fence that was, like, only up to, like, your knees. Yeah. And so I had no idea it was there. So I was, like, going to run and catch this foul ball and hit the fence and, like, just <laughs> totally fell over the fence. And it was so humbling because so many, so many people from our school would come from their school. It was just – it was it was definitely a time. Was, there were lots of people yeah. to see the moment. Oh my goodness, yeah. yes, but good times. Yeah. Not a now. <laughs> you can live to tell the story. Isn't <laughs> yeah, that great? Right. Um, okay, so now that we've got that out of the way, um, I wanted to bring Gabby on here just to kind of talk a little bit about who she is and her story, um, which I don't even know if I've ever told you. Like, your story has touched me so much, and... I know that it has such a profound impact on everybody who hears it. Um, so kind of today, Gabby, I want you to tell us a little bit about your story and how God was purposeful in using you in your life. Okay. Um, where to start? Okay, well, growing <laughs> up, I, I think I was just a very, um, like my parents raised me well, had very good mor- morals, kind of like cradle Catholic mm-hmm. environment. Um, and sports were very, very important to me and all my family. Um just like a very athletic background and so I jumped into that like immediately I'd say um so all through middle school all through high school like sports were just like my thing um and I think that was very much like kind of how I identified myself um I played volleyball and softball and I loved them I'm so competitive just uh, I just like love the like excitement of sports the competition um and so, yeah, I think, so middle school, I, I was, like, not very naturally um, gifted as an athlete. I think the mm-hmm. Lord was very intentional with um, blessing me with that. And so all through middle school, that was just, like, I was known as the athlete, you know. Um, yeah. That was what I identified myself as. And, yeah, life was so good. I yeah. thought I had it all, you know. I, I had the best friends, the best family, and I was doing well. Um, and then transitioned into high school, and 
volleyball was like my big sport. I loved it so much. Um, and so I ended up making our like varsity volleyball team for the the high school I played at. And I, it was just, it was like so shocking, so exciting and like very much my identity very much um, like kind of stemmed from that again. And so started practicing with the team. Um, and then at our retreat right before our volleyball season started, um, this was like right before our freshman year, our, our freshman school year started, um, at the volleyball retreat, I got in an accident tubing. And it was a pretty rough accident. Um, so I got airlifted to the hospital in Lafayette, which is where I'm from. And I ended up, I broke my um, tibia in my leg and then I broke my humerus and severed my artery in my arm. And so I like got rushed into immediate surgery and they did four blood transfusions on me and ended up like setting my bone and all that. But I had a lot of nerve damage. And so, yeah, um, that I was in the hospital for about two weeks and those were very rough two weeks. I definitely think that there was an abnormal, abnormal amount of peace that I was given um, throughout the whole thing. But it was very, it was definitely very difficult. And so long term, so my arm is now paralyzed. Um, and yeah, so it's my left arm. I'm left handed. And so it was just a very big like turn of events, kind of like I had my goals set and I had my heart set on one thing and I wanted to like go all the way. I wanted to play college volleyball and just do all these things with my life. Um, and it was kind of like, whoa, like I had to take a step yeah. back and realize like very intensely that my life was going to look very different yeah. than I thought it would look. Um and so, yeah, but I think through that, there's been so many moments where, like, the Lord has shown me his love for me. Yeah. Um, and, like, just so many times where he has, been, he has been so intentional about, like, me, about giving me faith in the, whole, um, in the whole matter and, like, kind of helping me carry on and, like, live for him still. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think some of the biggest ways, so whenever I ended up getting hurt, um, I, so I was kind of, like, bleeding out. It's kind of, <laughs> kind, of really, kind of really graphic, but my arm was just, like, very bad off. Yeah. Um, and we were at a lake house, and so the only other people in the water that day, like, kind of noticed something was up, and they came on over, and one of the ladies on the boat was a first responder, mm-hmm. and so she knew how to, like, wrap my arm to make yeah. it stop bleeding. So, like, she, like, truly did save my life. Um, And so then, come to find out, she come. She came to the hospital um, to check on just me, I guess, like, just check on me and introduce herself to my parents, and her name was Angel. And it was just, like, such yeah. a crazy, you know, just, like, very, um, like, powerful moment of yeah. just, like, wow, like, the Lord is so here. Um, because she, like, was that for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was just crazy. And I think that, and then also, so... This is kind of a long story, but I'll explain it because it's just so, like, uh, like, the Lord is so powerful and so, like, um, intentional. But, so, going on this retreat, I was, like, the only freshman on my team. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, very intimidating. So, me and my my mom, like, was joking around with me before I left. um, Just, like, they're going to make fun of you for being, like, they're going to pick on you for being the only freshman and all this stuff. And it was an overnight retreat. So, the only sleeping bag I had was this, like, hot pink and neon green sleeping bag with like butterflies all over yeah and my mom was like it's so juvenile like they're gonna make fun of yeah. you like just just <laughs> just messing with me and um 
after the accident, we were in the hospital, and one of my best friend's moms um, came visit us. Yeah. And my mom was just kind of telling her the butterfly story, like, the, the sleeping bag story, and her face kind of dropped, and she, like, walked out of the room, and she came back, with, and she was holding this, um, like, you know those rings you get from a um, gumball machine? Yeah. She was holding a butterfly ring, and it was, it was, like, neon green. Yeah. And she was like, I don't know why I remember this, but she was picking up her son from a health club um, mm-hmm. in Lafayette. And this, like, older man came up to her car. This is on the day of my accident, yeah. which was August 4th. Um, this older man came up to her car and started kind of small talking. And she was like, okay, can I help you? And he was like, I have something for you. And he handed her the butterfly ring and was like, it's going to be a great year. Wow. Well, and then he just, like, walked away. And so she checked the time because she had been waiting on her son, and it was 4.16 p.m. Yeah. And, like, she had no idea why she remembered that time so specifically. Um, but then, like, come to find out that the air meds were called at 4.16 yeah. um, on the so same day, weird. same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it was just, like, crazy. And then now, like, anytime I've had, like, surgeries um, after after my accident, just, like, nerve surgeries and different yeah. things. Or, like, doctor's appointments. And without fail, every time I go to a doctor's appointment, Every, anytime I'm going to the hospital, like, there's butterflies, like, just everywhere, everywhere. you know, like, yeah. swarming my car. Or it's just, like, it's absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think in the midst of something so dark and so, like, scary um, and so heavy, like, it was just, like, there was no way to doubt the Lord. You know, like, yeah. there was no way for me to not, um, like, know that he loved me and know that he was, like, intent, like intently. Yeah staying with me for yeah. everything. You know? Which I think is such a good outlook that you have because I think a lot of people will be in negative situations or tough things or a bad place in life and they look and to God and they lose their faith and they say, how could you do this to me? Like, how could you have put me where I am? How could, like, it's it's very complex. Like, a lot of times, you know, people have the question, well, why do bad things happen to good people? Mm-hmm. And I think... Some of that is, you know, too complex. We don't have all the answers. But, like, for you to be able to go through a situation like that where you said, you told me one time, like, the doctors didn't think that you were going to make it, like, at points. Yeah, they said, they told me, they told my parents that it was a miracle that I was living. Yeah. And a much more bigger miracle that, like, I still have an arm. Yeah. They were planning on amputating it. Um, So, yeah, just, it's crazy. Yeah. It's unfathomable without But, like, for you to have be in that situation and like almost have lost your life and almost have lost your arm and now like not have mobility of that to still look at God throughout the whole thing and say you're good and like come back to how he is good and how he was good in it and he still is good and I think that is such a gift that you have and like you being able to show that to all of us in the way that you live your life I think can help other people realize in the big things and the small things that are hard that like God is still good, you know? Um, okay. But also I want to ask you too, like you mentioned a lot about volleyball and sports. So Mm -hmm. kind of bouncing off of that, how you moved forward. If you Mm -hmm. found so much of your identity rooted and how you were Mm -hmm. so athletically gifted, like after you didn't have mobility Mm -hmm. of your arm, how did you kind of move forward with that? Um, it's weird because I really don't think that I, my, like, personally did a lot mm-hmm. of it. I think, like, I just, like, God was really, really with me. Um, because looking back, I'm like, the person I was before my accident and the person I am today and the person yeah. I was right after my accident yeah. is just, like, 
so different. Yeah. And I think a lot of it stems from just, like, not identifying myself in the worldly things. Yeah. Which sounds so, like, crazy deep. Like, you know, that just sounds like, okay, so illogical. <laughs> but, but, like, truly just, like, knowing that the most important thing is, like, how much God loves me, you know? Yeah. And, like, realizing my identity and worth, like, through Christ. Yeah. Rather than, like, through athletics and the, like, awards and success. Yeah. And, like, um, praise I was receiving through that. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, I think just, like, the biggest thing I've I've learned is that my identity is is in, in Christ. Christ yeah. Um, and, yeah, I don't really know, like, if there's anything else to it. I just think that there's just no way for me to – and, like, I think there are still hard days and there are still days where, like, it is really inconvenient for my arm not to, like, yeah. be working. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, life is so much bigger than that. And, like, yeah. I now have the perspective – that life is so much bigger. Yeah. Which I never would have, like, received before. And yeah. I'm so thankful that I know now that, like... Yeah. The little things in life don't matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the... And, I, I mean, they're all good things. Like, yeah. sports and dance and... You know, like, all those things are so good. And they can do so much good for yeah. the Lord. But also, um, yeah, just knowing that that's not everything. Yeah. And for so long, I thought it was. Yeah. And I think, like, I can relate to that, too my relationship with myself and with God totally changed whenever I accepted like that I was worth more than the good parts of me and the bad parts of me and the things that I achieve and the things that I don't achieve. Mm -hmm. Like not that God doesn't care about that. Like Mm -hmm. he cares that you glorify him and all that you do, but like Mm -hmm. his love is so much greater for you than just that. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for us to, imagine that and look I still have days where I'm like oh my gosh I'll never be good enough you know whatever like not to you know not say that but at the same time Mm -hmm. there's so much freedom in being receptive of his love Mm -hmm. and saying you know what maybe like I won't be good enough in this world and I won't always achieve the things that I want to achieve or I might not always have the best Mm -hmm. grades or I might not always make the team or I might not always play on the team or I might not you know, always get the guy or mm-hmm. might not always have the best friends who like me or admire me or yeah. who accept me, but God accepts mm-hmm. me and he mm-hmm. accepts, accepts me for who I am, where I'm at mm-hmm. right now. And I think that knowing that, knowing that we don't have mm-hmm. to achieve things or do things to earn God's love, whereas in this world, if we want love yeah. and we want admiration, we do have to achieve mm-hmm. things and we have yeah. to work hard and we have to, you know, play things from certain angles, which is just so different from the yeah. love that God gives us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but okay. So Gabby, you've kind of talked about how God has been purposeful with your life and very intentional mm-hmm. with you. You talked about the butterfly, mm-hmm. you talked about the time and all of that's awesome. But like, I want you to kind of tell us how he's still purposeful in your mm-hmm. life right now. Like, where do you see that God's calling you? Mm-hmm. How do you feel that? Like, tell us about your experience with that. I think it's that's definitely, I think, a battle still just yeah. knowing, um, like, what my life is going to look like now and yeah. kind of the plan he has for me. But I think some of the big ways I have, like, kind of grown in realizing what my purpose is is just like trusting in him and knowing that he he has a plan for me and I think like coming into college I've always had the image that I was going to play a college sport you know and so now like coming and being in sorority life and like living on my own and doing all these things 
a part of me still kind of feels like I'm doing the ordinary, like I'm yeah. doing what everybody else is doing now. And it's like hard some days because I'm like, I I'm, I constantly think about the what ifs, you know, yeah. I'm like, well, what if I hadn't got hurt? Where yeah. would I be? You know, just like how different would my life look? But I think knowing that like, sure, I'm in sorority life and there's so many yeah. girls in sorority life, but like, I'm not every girl and yeah. you're not every girl and nobody is it's the just, same, you know, and yeah. like, we are all so uniquely made and so purposefully made. Yeah. And our life is just like a big a big circle of things that like ultimately are gonna like just bring us to heaven in yeah. the end, you know? And so just like trusting that like maybe this is what needed to happen in order for me to to make it to heaven. You know what yeah. I mean? To like have the like realization of I am Christ's daughter, not yeah like what this world tells me I yeah. am. You know what I mean? And so I think that and I think like another thing that's happened recently um that's like really like shook me up um <laughs> so you know how like 416 is kind of like 416 was when my ambulance was called was yeah when the butterfly thing happened well my my most recent birthday my mom my mom is like amazing she's so extra <laughs> she's so like me so bubbly whatever so it was about to be I was about to like turn midnight for my birthday and she was like let's check and see what time you were born just for fun yeah so she goes and we have, like, these shadow boxes in our mm-hmm. laundry room. So she goes and, like, checks what time. And she's like, oh, 4.16 p.m. Yeah. And we're, we, like, our faces just kind of dropped. And it was, like, from the sec like, the min- the first minute I was born, like, the Lord made sure it would be that minute, not a minute yeah. earlier, not a minute later, just to know that, like, 19 years later, yeah. I would feel so loved by him yeah. because, you know what I mean? Just It's just, like, a, such a um, full circle and, like. Yeah. It's incredible. It's, it's so crazy. But I think, like realizing that has just given me so much more hope and so much more trust that like oh my goodness like every second yeah. and every minute of my life like god is making sure it's happening in yeah. a certain way because certain he way. loves us so much and i think we just have to like keep our hearts open to that yeah. and and believe in that you know yeah. and like let ourselves believe even though it's hard and it's like so above us yeah you know, and, like so hard to understand i think just like living life with that like childlike joy of knowing that kind of like when you think of a relationship with like a daughter and a father yeah you know or like you and somebody you've always looked up to and just yeah. like when you're around them like you trust them so much that yeah. you don't worry you don't you know like yeah. they're who you go to for things they're who you cry to who you laugh with yeah. you know what I mean and just like kind of looking at that as our relationship with God yeah I think has helped me so much and just realizing that I can trust him yeah and I am like such a little daughter to yeah him, you know what I mean and like he looks at me and loves yeah. me so much he looks at you and loves you so much and just Having faith in that and yeah. confidence in that and, like, living confidently through that, yeah. you know? And I love how you said, too, like, I don't have it all figured out mm-hmm. and, like, I don't know what the rest yeah. of my life is going to look like because yeah. I think that's totally relatable. I think that there are so many people, mm-hmm. especially in college, but even in high school and yeah. younger, like, we just – the world is so vast yeah. and wide and we have no idea what direction, mm-hmm. like, we're going to be brought in or what we desire or what we want. But the thing is – it's not about what yeah. we want. And mm-hmm. that's kind of like a tough pill to swallow. But like at the same time, note that like God knows your heart and mm-hmm. he has placed desires in your heart for yeah. a reason. And so like his purpose for you is so much mm-hmm. greater than the purpose that you could have yeah. ever dreamed yeah. or desired for yourself. Yeah. And like he wants to give mm-hmm. you joy and yeah. he wants to give you peace. And so like, I think you know, it, like you said, it's a lot of trust mm-hmm. and Absolutely. we're not going to have it all figured yeah. out. And we'll probably look back, you know, years mm-hmm. from now and we'll be like, dang, we didn't have it all figured yeah. out and we still don't have it all figured yeah. out. But like, 
to continue to just say like, God, I don't know where I'm headed. I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm doing, but I know, you know, yeah. and I know you have me in mind and mm-hmm. I know you have my joy, my yeah. peace, my hopes, Absolutely. my desires in mind. And I know you want to grant them for me. And I know ultimately put aside that you're good. Mm-hmm. So whatever you have for me is going to be mm-hmm. good. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was so awesome. So kind of bouncing off that and to close this out, what is your best piece of advice on how we can kind of seek out God's purpose for our lives? Um, and then kind of in turn, like how we can live out that purpose. This might sound so broad and so like, oh my gosh, goodness. Like, of course you're going to say this, but I think, um, like living with like a confident trust in Christ. And I don't know if those words, like, I don't know if that makes total sense, but I think like, obviously trusting in the Lord and knowing that he wants nothing but happiness for us. And so if we are like opening our hearts to him, even if we sin, even if we make mistakes, like he he wants us to be happy and he will lead us this way, that way if we allow him to. Yes. Um, But I think with that, something that I've like learned recently is just like living confidently in that, you know? And so when I first got hurt, it was, I was so in my head about like, I was not called like, I'm, I'm not meant to live this life. I'm not yeah. meant for people to look at me and think, like, I'm an inspiration of my story. I'm not yeah. meant to be one of those people that has a story that impacts people, yeah. you know? And so for so long, I, like, almost wanted to avoid that and wanted yeah. to avoid that title of, like, an inspiration. But I think over time, I've just realized that, like, that's not even my identity either. Yeah. And through knowing my identity is in Christ, I'm so much, like, more confident. Yeah. And... If somebody is impacted, if somebody is, like, touched by me, then, yeah. like, I, I know that, like, they're just being touched by the Lord and the Lord is yeah. working through me and using me as a yes. vessel. Yeah. And so I think not only trusting him, but confidently trusting him yeah. and, and living our lives so confidently and boldly yeah. in that um, is the biggest piece of advice. I know that sounds so no, difficult. And, like, I'm not, awesome. I do not do that well either. Yeah. Like, it's an everyday struggle of, yeah. like, trying to do that. But I think um, that's something that I've been trying to work on is just confidently loving and trusting God. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, y'all. That is Gabby Ravner, and she is awesome. Like, I hope y'all love that story as much as I do. You know, like I said, I've had such a blessing of being her friend, and I've heard it now a few times, and it never gets old. Um, And being able to, like, walk my life with her and, like, in turn walk her life with me, um, it's been so wonderful to have somebody like her by my side. Um who just can constantly remind me and be a friend that points me closer to God and points me in the direction that God is trying to do as well. Um, So kind of with that being said, we'll close out on a little prayer. Um, God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the gift of Gabby, and I thank you for working through Gabby. Um, Lord, I just pray that in all that we do, in all of our worries that we give them to you and that we can confidently trust in your plan for us. Um, I pray, Lord, that we put aside what we want for our life and we trust that um, you've got us and you have our hearts in mind and you have our happiness in mind. Um, yeah. Thank you for the gift of Flora, for her yes to you. Um, I pray that we can all live through you and allow you to work through us and that we may, be, we may be confident in your plan for our lives and confident that you made us so beautifully and so intentionally and that 
we are all so fearfully and wonderfully made, and I pray that we may trust in that and may live our lives confidently and without fear. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Y'all, I just love Gabby so much, and kind of like I said, I hope that was as impactful for you as it is to me. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for all of your love, your support. Um, this has been so fun. So, so fun. yeah, kind of like I said, we'll just be doing this until um, I feel like God calls us somewhere else. So tune in next time. With that being said, with love, Gabby and Flora. <laughs>